Hello there. How exciting, eh? There's been more cup draws talk on Twitter. Not helped by them doing two rounds at the same time, of course. And to be fair, there's been talk on our Wednesday debate podcast too, so apologies for the replication that is about to partly occur. If you're not a full fan, you won't be a fan of repetition. And if you're not a full fan, that lame joke will mean absolutely nothing to you anyway. Now, I'm not going to go over the tired usual arguments, as you will all know them well. City's run of Premier League teams in cup draws, the careful cherry-picking of one tournament, ignoring the fact that in the past month alone, City have gone to Arsenal United in domestic cup ties and won with ease. I'll just state the obvious one, that many simpletons seem incapable of grasping. City will play more Premier League teams, and more top six teams, if those teams took the competitions as seriously as City did. There, that's your tweet. That's what you're actually saying when accusing ex-Liverpool player Peter Crouch of somehow fixing a cup draw. Or of just being plain lucky time after time. It's hilarious, really. United fans complain about City's easy draws the week after we beat them at their own ground in a cup game. Liverpool fans complain about City's easy draws the week after they beat a team that had to be dropped off by their parents and be given cowpole at half-time. If City wish to win the Carabao Cup they pretty much own, they will have to have beaten Arsenal, United and Spurs on the way. Now a lucky draw in the third round of the FA Cup, well fancy that, with 63 other teams in the draw. Thank God we didn't look out and draw Marine or Stockport. Getting a lower league team is not particularly a good luck, certainly not in the third and fourth rounds when it's probable a Premier League team will do so. I mean it's simple probability. Problems arise in the narrative when two big Premier League teams just happen to draw each other. Probability suggests this will happen occasionally too. Then suddenly City's luck is magically redefined. You see, the key here is not just that City have been lucky with cup draws, and they have had some luck, after a run of little luck, but that other teams have had little or no luck and got tough draws. It's misdirection, pure and simple. An illusionist trick. The only logical indignation at the draw is likely to be sourced to a certain Jurgen Klopp. Logical why? because drawing United compels him to pick a strong side, when his history at the club strongly suggests, if not proves, that he has little time for England's domestic competitions. Cup competitions, at least. After all, should Liverpool get to the quarter-finals and beyond in this season's FA Cup, it will be a first for Mr Klopp. Last season, Liverpool's weakened side needed a replay to see off Shrewsbury, a game Klopp didn't even bother turning up to, before Klopp made seven changes to his side from the previous game, leading to the rather inevitable defeat to Chelsea in the fifth round. With the league already in the bag by this stage, there was little need to put out such a weak team, and it did them little good against Atletico Madrid soon after. But hey, his approach has worked in recent years at least. After all, if Pep wins the Premier League or Champions League in any given season, we're hardly going to remember that he sacked off a Carabao FA Cup game six months previous. Though as Lloyd mentioned on a Wednesday debate show, he would never do that anyway. Now, Duncan Castles used to tweet from inside Jose Mourinho's rectum about how Jose took every competition seriously, which was ironic, at least at an Alanis Morissette level, when across the city could be found a manager that took them more seriously than anyone. You don't win six out of seven domestic trophies available with a blasé attitude. And as Lloyd rightly argued, Pep's approach to domestic cup competitions has helped their image and their appeal. We'd be talking less about the supposed decline of the FA Cup in recent years if all managers matched the approach of Pep. After all, City's domination of the Carabao Cup is not solely down to having the best squad. That's never been how football or cup competitions work. It's because Pep will put out a team to win every game he plays in the competition. Let's cut to the chase. It's of no importance what cup draws Liverpool United get. 
Klopp has no desire to proceed deep into domestic cup competitions, while Solskjaer can't get past a semi. And yes, you can supply your own Pele jokes. Grow up. City have had some nice ties, and in the future we'll get some tough ones. And the laws of randomness suggest that at some point City will go on a run of easy or hard ties, because there's no rhyme or reason to randomness. But it is worthwhile briefly repeating a stat that's popped up on Twitter uh, this week, on Monday evening it first appeared, I think. When looking at the amount of Premier League sides drawn by the Big Six in the domestic cups since 1617, City topped the pile with 24 out of 41. Chelsea 23 with 38, 20, 20 out of 37 for United, 18 out of 32 for Arsenal, 13 out of 21 for Liverpool, 11 out of 27 for Spurs. So to conclude, City have played more games against Premier League sides alone than Liverpool have played against anyone in all cups since 2016-17. We can't all draw a Championship side in an FA Cup final like United did a few years back after all. Anyway... A quick note on United again, though, to finish this mini-podcast. I might need to mention strange goings-on. After City play a game, if they win, I always get a text message off my mum. Only if they win. After the Old Trafford win, along came the text message. Now, it's important to note that my dad is a United fan, but my mum favours City like myself. Probably because of myself. Normally, after a derby victory, the last thing I'd think about is any downhearted United fan. Unless I fancy the laugh. Whatever their connection to me. And yet for some reason, this time, as the text came, I felt a pang of regret for my 80-year-old dad. And that could only be a consequence of a global pandemic and a near-year lockdown. Yeah, I'm having some weird thoughts when I'm reduced to feeling sorry for United fans. It will pass, of course. This is a temporary state of affairs. Lockdown has not made me wish success for United. That would be one small step away from thinking 5G was giving me the Rona, or arguing that Jordan Henderson should win PFA Player of the Year. But it has made me think about such things a bit more and what it means to my dad and my oldest friend that I've known since school and other close friends that happen to support United. After all it would make them happy and I want those I love to be happy. Now let's be clear the thought of United winning the Premier League or somehow the Champions League makes my stomach turn. I mean it makes it turn just thinking about it not it actually happening one day and it will happen again one day perhaps soon and it will of course be horrific. United's press coverage for seven years now has given us a glimpse that United returning to the top of the game would be every bit as bad as Liverpool finding success, or at least won it very close. I mean, we've laughed at United winning every transfer window, memes made and books written every time Paul Pogba did an assist, read about a youth player breaking through who, supposedly, is the next Ronaldo and Beckenbauer and Roy Keane rolled into one. I mean, who can forget Januzaj or Makeda? Well, a lot of us, as it turns out. There is a desperation, like there has been with Liverpool, for United to get back to where they were. It's an entire industry getting back to where apparently they think they belong. City will never have that support, as you well know. So there's little, if any, reason for me to make the smallest concession of finding a plus point to United being successful. I'd be ecstatic if they suffered seven successive relegations, truth be told. Spare me the nerves of Derby Day and I'm a happy man. And we can separate from wanting happiness for those you love with happiness coming via football results. But, but, the last year has left us all alone with our thoughts far too much. As I said, my dad is 80 and since his United supporting sister passed on, has not seen United live as he used to go occasionally with her. As it stands, he will never see his team play in the flesh again. And whatever your persuasion, that is sad. That is what a fan is partly about, wherever you are on the globe. For some, it is everything about being a fan, hence why the past year has been especially tough. 
thinking about the next time you will see them play in front of you and could cheer on your team. It's what so many of us are holding on for right now, the chance to walk back into a full Etihad and watch the Blues. So whilst I cannot get behind any success for United or take any joy from it, not one iota, I would like for my dad to see United again, and to see them win. To see that joy in his face like we have as fans, and I think I'd like to be there when they do. And now that's what I call a sacrifice. Warm Budweiser, seats designed for children, a rusting stadium, and the constant whiff of DNA in the air. God, I feel sick, but you know, it would be worth it. And once the experience is done, I can get back to hating them all over again. Take care, stay safe, and as always, up the blues.